We, of course, uh, focus very strongly in our marriage preparation on what we call to become one love, sacramental, covenantal love. And it's brought to us in Scripture on three different occasions, the teaching about this. St. Paul wrote to the Ephesians that for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother, be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. And while our instinct is to say, oh, well, Paul simply got that from Mark's gospel account that Jesus taught in those very same words, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother, be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. But as we were able to hear this morning, the first reading from Genesis is where that idea originated. And both uh, Paul, when he was writing to the Ephesians, and Jesus, what he was teaching here, is drawing upon an age-old understanding. The two shall become one. It's a beautiful concept, but it takes so much effort for people. It's one of the things that's part of our marriage prep is for people to, to understand the selfless, other-focused, Christ-like kind of love that covenant love requires. And, and I think it's a, uh, a fascinating understanding in terms of the development of families as well. I don't think there's uh, much question as to why Jesus, after this teaching, uh, has his encounter with the children and encouraging people to accept them uh, as they would him. And, you know, the, uh, that understanding of the two become one, of covenantal love, is really at the heart of our understanding of marriage and divorce. As we see here, the Old Testament people had from Moses a letter that allowed them to write a bill of divorce against uh, their wife, and I assume uh, the wife against the husband. But Jesus is saying, no, that's not the case. And even though we have in our church, and I think rightfully so, a system of what we call annulment, that uh, uh, we rule that a marriage is not sacramental uh, after the proper amount of investigation that goes into it. But the, uh, uh, the fact that we expect them to go that extra mile with one another, and of course that all comes in the marriage preparation, the, uh, the understanding of what covenantal, other-focused love is. And of course, we recognize part of that is deferential love, that we don't have to have our way. In fact, if anything, we want to defer to the will of our partner. And, and of course, when we raise children in that kind of an environment, that calls forth from parents that, that same kind of selfless love. And, uh, and I think that strengthens our families, which strengthens our parish, uh, which strengthens the entire community. The, the children are brought up, uh, seems like recently, uh, more often than not, uh, on that, uh, in that setting where they have so little influence, where they're considered to be at the very bottom of the barrel. I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that back in those times, children were property, nothing more. There was no 
Child Protective Services or anything. They belonged to their parents, and their parents could do with them whatever they wanted. Huh? But here's Jesus elevating the children again. And, and he says, let the children come to me. Do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. And I think we can sense what it is about having a childlike attitude in regard to heaven, in regard to the life after this one the sense of wonder and awe that a child has. I think we're meant to carry that with us to the other side of life. That sense, again, of respect and deference to others, putting others first, that, that sense of being the servant of the servants, all of those things are, are clearly modeled for us and taught to us by our Lord and Savior. So I, I just invite you as we... Uh, as we deal with an issue that sometimes draws a lot of conflict, and by that, of course, I mean uh, divorce and annulment, understand that uh, part of the reason why we have this process, and even though it seems as if people have to go through a lot of hoops in order to, to get an annulment granted to them, it's as it's meant to be. We can't ignore what Jesus says here. We have to give that a priority. Now we can, I think, uh, with the right kind of understandings, uh, make what modifications need to be made. But uh, behind all of it is the sanctity of the bond, the husband and the wife, uh, the bond of family which comes from that. And in that, we want to commit ourselves completely, and we want to find the uh, opportunities to encourage strong marriages. Uh, I often... Uh, will mention that uh, uh, to say both names, Joseph and Mary, as if you were saying one name, uh, that's how much you want to support the two become one of people. So a uh, good message for us to recognize, a good message to carry with us in this day and age where sometimes marriage can be on shaky ground.